Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Hey, everyone in, let's go. Huddle up on three, one, two, three, huddle, huddle up. up. God, I can't know playing football before. These guys are nothing. You hear me? They please us like we do. Yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then, let's play. But that's cheating us too. That gives us two. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Back to back, man. You do not see this in college football. But the Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to back to back. Glory, glory, Georgia, as the fight song says. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello everyone, welcome to Huddle Up Podcast. It is January 23rd, 2024. We are glad to be back with you for another one. And we are getting oh so close to the end of the football year and the live show uh, season for the Huddle Up Podcast. But we're not gone yet. So you still have to stay here and look at us and listen to us each Hold up. week. We'll get Hold the- up. Yes, EJ? Devin, starting to shit already. Post that, please. Really? What really, Devin? I mean, you still mad about s- the Dolphins? <laughs> what, me wanted to single you really? up, man. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with that? What up, guys? And EJ. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Listen, listen. He's probably got his tool time mug right now, sipping an adult one. Shut your ass. Merchandising, merchandising. Um, but as I was saying before EJ rudely interrupted me, and it won't be the last time on this episode, I'm sure, um, you can uh, subscribe to our show on all podcast platforms, YouTube as well. Continue to get those YouTube numbers uh, growing. We certainly do uh, appreciate those who have clicked the subscribe button uh, over there. You can get our merchandise over at tpublic.com, um, and you can follow us at Huddle Up Podcast. On Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, on TikTok, and Huddle Up Podcast Inc. on Instagram. Um, there we go. Mikey gets it, gentlemen and EJ. Good evening. This guy gets it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's funny. It, it feels a little racist. This guy gets it. Whoa. You know, I'm the only black Whoa, on the panel. Don't be throwing that I'm around. I'm the only black on the fucking panel. Anyway, it's kind of kind of weird. That the gentleman and the white guy here, and here's the white, black whoa, guy getting the whoa. shit. First I don't know. Off, just thinking. First off, first off, Kyle is way blacker than you. No, darker, <laughs> not blacker. Corner G Stelio. That's where it ends. <laughs> that kind of dancing, really? And by the way, Matt, fucked up what you, t- you said over the weekend about him being better dancer than me. What the hell is wrong with you? I mean, we see it I every mean, week. You do the Donald Trump jerk yeah. off a ghost dance. It's what are you talking about? Trump. It's lazy. Oh it's God. fun. Jeez, it's for the screen. Yeah, Don't be would, rude. You would think lazy is better. We've seen your analysis. A, B, I love it that the black guy that does the best Donald Trump impression by a person. Wow. 
is going after woke Jim on the matter of race. But okay, cool. Let's do this. It is a crazy we'll, we'll world. It is a, it is a crazy <laughs> world. EJ, how are we doing this week? I'm doing well. We are about to go through hell for the next 10 months. Have you watched the New Hampshire primaries? Trump, Biden, it's, it's on. What we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're that invested in New Hampshire, that's a you problem, not a I we mean, problem. That was the last stand from Nikki Haley, man. She's done. I mean, <laughs> listen, this is up there with trying to say that the Browns are a Super Bowl contender. That's, uh, you know, Ooh. that's all you thought. Uh-oh. You know, um, you know. <laughs> uh, Matt, how are we doing this week? We are doing well. I'm ready for the, the conference championships. I think we'll have some fun games here coming up this weekend. Should anyway. We'll see. Um, but we got to trade the sub gems over this past weekend. So it's at least a lot more competitive uh, this time around. At least, yeah, than- 75% of the games this past weekend were competitive. So, um, yeah. And, uh, we Better will certainly- than the 12% when EJ made that claim. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, and student of the game, Kyle Nash, how are we doing this week? You see, here's the thing. I'm a little confused, Jim. Like, you still have the Georgia thing up there. Why are we celebrating the fifth seed? Um, in, in, hey, in the college football playoff. Well, listen, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm not go, going after you. I know I know. there's an element that the repetition comes Six. up into the season, but I also want to play uh, homage to the uh, sixth-ranked team. I came in hot. Anyway, so... <laughs> I mean, look, I, I as we do every year, I try I try to give every uh every sound bite the full season treatment. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it any differently, uh just because Georgia's out. I mean the Chiefs still alive. Um but uh yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take Georgia out of there just because they didn't even make the college football playoff this year. Uh-huh. But who's the first voice we hear? Homer. Oh, that would be Jack Harbaugh. I mean that's America's grandpa, Kyle. <laughs> Who? I mean, Whoa. if you have a problem with Jack Harbaugh, you should probably be on like an FBI watch list. First of all, sir, a capital job of you trying to uh, uh, come after me with a Harbaugh reference as if I'm the villain. That's tight. Here's the thing. Look, I just... thought America's grandpa was Jerry Jones. At least that's what you shout Cowboys. <laughs> hey, my, my fucking grandpa. No, wait, that's, that's the father of the next coach of L.A. Chargers, for the record. Allegedly. It's not official Allegedly. yet. By the way, speaking of alleged coaches, uh, congratulations to former Giant, one of EJ's many teams, Antonio Pierce, for allegedly my guy. There you go. The, uh, yeah, Raiders. new, officially the new head coach of the Raiders. Took them oh, long yeah. enough. Congratulations also to Patriots fan EJ Christian and what happened with Jared Mayo being named the head there coach. There you of go. The there you go. See, things are looking up. We Unfor- win here in the Christian residence, buddy. Oh, oh. Further congratulations also to Patriot fan EJ Christian for Bill Belichick. Allegedly. Another interview in Atlanta. Um, which would then further expand and his, uh, and was photographed at a Chick-fil-A in Midtown Atlanta. So things are whoa. getting real uh, with the Belichick uh, Falcons uh, negotiations. So pretty soon each day will be saying my pleasure anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's uh, let's dive in as we do uh, each and every week. All right. We first off, you should finish your dinner before you come to the podcast, DJ. You know the rules. Um, <laughs> as your eating habits, get the shit done before the show. You fucking vagabond. I got, parent, I got kids, buddy. What can I tell you? So does Kyle. So does Matt. So Hashtag you problem. Yes, I have kids, EJ. I'm your daddy. <laughs> Weekend debates on this show. 
That is a disgusting. That's very act. disgusting. Thank Dang. you. So wow. Wow. All right. As we do each week, uh, we look back at the good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend that was. Um, since you're not eating frosted flakes at the moment, Kyle, what was your good from this past weekend? Well, listen, I'm going to go ahead and fanboy this bitch up real quick. I love Brett Favre coming back and consuming the body of Jordan Love and what probably is the luckiest 49er playoff win in recent history Homer. That, that didn't involve Aaron Rodgers. Let's be clear about that. No, you can do better than one, Homer. What the fuck, producer? Homer, Homer, Homer. Thank you. Jesus, Lord. Listen, I, I just wanted to, there, there, you see, I wanted to have more homers than F.U. Kyle's at the beginning of the show, and I'm succeeding in that goal so far. So Success. far. Something none of your teams know about in the playoffs. Well, you, Kyle. If you notice, I'm drinking wine. It's not because of the Napa Valley. It's representing what I saw in all your Twitter feeds. When, well, uh, San Francisco. You, oh, over under uh, 35 minutes, he'll be drunk. Uh, over. He's a man. Hold on. It's yeah. wine. Shut up. I was going to say, it's a white wine. So what are you doing here? I'm fat, EJ. So this, <laughs> this is the best thing about You're the You're not Niners. fat. You're diabetic. Relax. This is, the, <laughs> this is the best thing about the Niners winning the playoffs. I don't have to make worse the load in Diabetes. the van. I'll sit on the couch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I think I think luck is a, is a fair term there. Um, but hey, success uh, is the intersection of luck and opportunity, Jim. Exactly, Correct. exactly. I would take a lucky win over a good loss any day. So, oh, by the way, you're welcome for uh, being avenged in that the Packers instead struggled yet another year in the playoffs instead of your Cowboys, who opted to you know forego the whole thing altogether. Let's not show up. Yeah, not. Well, fuck you, Kyle. Uh, Matt, <laughs> what was your good from this past weekend? It actually didn't happen on the weekend. It happened last night, uh, which was Monday night. And I'm going to leave the gridiron and go into the, the city of Philadelphia where the Wells Fargo Center, Joel Embiid, dropped 70 points on the San Antonio Spurs, one of nine players to score 70 or more points in an NBA game and setting the franchise record for points scored. So hat tip to the reigning MVP of the NBA and should be probably if things continue to trend this way mvp again we will see if he makes Absolutely. it to the games played minimum that adam silver imposed because he hates the philadelphia 76 do you hate that rule though it's over do you hate that rule on that i like the rule um i don't like it just because we're talking about the value of the player not you know and and everyone always says the best value or it's availability or whatever they say availability I mean, the rules fine. Maybe maybe the it should be like way lesser games, maybe sixty games, maybe you know. But was was yeah. the rule? And, and this is just my my ignorance. Was the rule instituted because of teams that would sit out yes. stars in certain games? Okay, oh, I yes, mean, correct. I get, I get, yeah, I get the logic behind. What is the number of games that sixty five? Sixty five. Yeah, I'd maybe go less if you're going to because, like, look, man, even the best the best players are going to get hurt at times. Like, right. So yeah, that it it seems a little. Or at least maybe have the caveat that it's that like injury games don't like count against right. it. That it's like sixty five percent, or excuse me, um, sixty five games. Jim is more than seventy five percent. Like that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's a- yeah. I mean, but yeah, maybe just have the have it where it's you know because if a guy gets hurt, he can't control that. But to add to what he was Matt was saying though, Joel Embiid right now is having a better year now than he was last year the MVP candidate uh, campaign rather, and he right now is my my, my runaway front runner right now for MVP. 
Side note, Orlando fans will hate that shit because that means no player will ever be eligible for MVP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and EJ, what was good this past weekend? I can go a lot of directions here. My good could have been today's news that fucking Kyle Lowry is gone, you know, from the Miami Heat. Thank God my wife is now happy as shit. She What's can't the stand the guy. Again, gentlemen? Say it again now. The name of the show is... Who gives a fuck? No, no. You can, like, you can huddle and... You know, oh, strategize right, and right, a, right. Why? That. I don't know why you didn't tell you didn't tell fucking Matt that that when you brought the MVP. I thought on this case, is this allowed? That was because he likes Matt. But Kyle, anyway, though, anyway, <laughs> actually, like, the instance of a repeat offender on this show. This is why you're getting a harder sentence. Have you seen nothing? Right, but that's not my good though. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I could have gone that way, and, and this, this makes it a great delivery by <laughs> exactly. Oh. My good is three three words: Lamar, Demetrius Jackson, Mike Drop. Fair. That's simple. Fair. Just that simple. Turning the narratives around. You know? And yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm on board for the Super Bowl. You already I'm dropped on... your mic. Yep. <laughs> you can't keep talking if you drop the mic. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a large echo, feedback, you know, kind of thing. More. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened. We can't hear him anymore. So you dropped his mic, so we're ignoring him. Uh, Three words. Says 25 words. After <laughs> you after, yes, correct. Because I'm, I'm a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> at, least you're, at least you're willing to admit that. You're damn right. Um, yeah, no. You're damn right. Yeah, I mean, first off, you know, he he started to change the narrative a bit by playing a full season, uh, which yes. people said he couldn't do uh, by becoming more of a passer. Because shocking, when you get weapons put around you, you can actually become more of a quarterback. Um, and yeah, it's also great when your offense isn't getting critiqued by Robinson Caruso as being old as hell. Well, that that as well. But yeah, I mean, just a. Uh, a tremendous year continued that um, on uh, on Saturday uh, against the Texans team that I thought was going to give the Ravens more problems than they did. Um, this Ravens team is proving to be uh, the best team, um, you know, in the league, and 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 they have they have proven that uh, time and time again, especially on the back half of the year. So uh, definitely credit to them and uh, what's going on in that That's room. Right. I'll say tremendous year to win the Texans this year. Just what a turnaround in one oh, year. Oh, yeah. What a turnaround. Yeah, without question. We'll talk about them in, in a little bit. We'll, we'll, we have a couple of uh, things to touch on from the, the wrap-up divisional weekend. But, yeah, nothing, certainly nothing to be ashamed of for, for what the Texans did um, this, this season. Getting to the playoffs, but then, of course, um, you know, uh, winning the winning the division and, and, and all that. So, um, my good, and I'll, I'll – bypass this one because I'll, I'll give Devin the I'll let Devin have this one I, I'll take uh Dan Campbell's emotions in the in the locker room um mm -hmm. you know in in a in a a sport in a uh society that a lot of times like tries to not allow like male figures especially in sports to have those emotions um <laughs> that there's a dude that uh first off is one of the biggest motherfuckers in the room <laughs> um, and is, and, and is not afraid to show his emotions. And, uh, I think that's awesome. Any, any time a coach shows emotions, I gave a shout out, uh, to Sharon Moore when they, when Michigan beat Penn state for the same thing. Um, and I'll say the same thing about Dan Campbell here, man. Like let the, let the emotions out. Like the, the more you see that from, from people, uh, it, the better, I think the better it is for everybody to show that it, that that's cool. Like that there's nothing Crying wrong. Crying is good. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. Jim does all the time. 
okay, you're still crying about the Florida State Seminoles. You so damn I don't, right I, I am. don't want to fucking hear it, my You guy. damn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jim, don't you mean uh, soon-to-be Michigan head coach Sharon Moore? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would assume that if uh, Harbaugh does officially become the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, which is heavily rumored, um, that uh, Michigan should make that a very quick um, – Higher with uh, Sharon Moore in Ann Arbor. Absolutely. Uh, for all the stuff that Mikey Byrne has contributed to this show, uh, we may see it in another category, but offensive coordinator uh, for the Bengals, I believe, is at least interviewing for the Titans job. Uh, is the new he head coach, it. I believe. Okay. Yeah, it is official. Uh, Mike is, points is out Brian here. Callahan? Yeah. Brian Callahan? Yeah. Jared Goff, still good enough for Detroit. Absolutely. Um, you know, a, another a great year for him. That is uh, that is Mike's good there. Um, yeah, man, I've 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 it. I, I felt he was kind of the. Uh, you know, I know we talked about a little bit about like the Stafford trade and um, and all of that last week uh, when the Rams lost. But like you know, Jared Goff was just kind of like the innocent bystander in, in all of that, and and was just kind of thrown around and left for dead and. He's got a second team to the NFC title game, and 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 you know that's nothing to be, um, you know that's something to be uh, noticed about there. Absolutely, uh, Devin's good. He says Jason can- uh, Jason Kelsey being the life of the party at the Chiefs uh, Bills game. Uh, man, that dude. Yeah, like I mean, holy hell. Uh, that was like I said, that was one of my potential goods. Um, just- Gentlemen. Best retirement party. Ever. <laughs> uh, also, allegedly, don't you know it is? It is not official, though. And what I say, I, I, look, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be fair. I gotta be fair. Allegedly, Jericoff still good enough to be EJ's new MVP nominee. Well, Ryan, you missed it like week three, week four, and he wasn't a conversation. With him I'm sure he was. Um, but yeah, uh, Kelsey um, crashing many a tailgate party, um, hopping out of sweet windows, making sure that Taylor Swift saw a uh, a little girl sign. Uh, just so awesome. absolute man of the people, man. I love that dude. Um, so no, it, was, it was like an awesome hang. Oh, oh god, that's the understatement of the fuck. Yeah, yeah. awesome hang, dude. Yeah. I would. Do, do you understand what it what what I would do to get on the New Heights podcast to talk to those dudes? Holy shit, y'all! Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's just uh, just a couple of good dudes there. Um, all right, uh, let's go to the bad. Matt, we'll start oh, with you. Quickly, Jim, I-, I think because I was I was sure EJ's three words was going to be Patrick Lebon Mahomes. Uh, I'm wrong there, but a good that has to be mentioned: the Chiefs' run game. Like seriously, Matt, as the resident Eagle person in the room, when I say to you an Andy Reid offense that ran the football, that's shocking, right? I'm just saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, all right, Matt, the bad from this past weekend. It's got to go to the kicking game in a few instances here. Uh, number one being uh, that Bills game and, and the curse of the wide right. Um, but also going towards the Packers where they're talking about how the head coach is saying, anytime he goes out for a kick, I just pray that things go well. If that's your mindset about your kicker who missed six extra points in the regular season, Maybe you should have invested in that. Uh, so apparently, bit. Matt Lafleur addressed that in the the breakdown day that that was it was more of a like joke, like it wasn't a um a, a comment to be taken literally. 
I mean, um, even if you're joking about that, that's <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't I didn't see the the full thing, but it, apparently it was just kind of a. Uh, it wasn't even during like the the like interviews that that the TV network will do. It was just like he and I guess it was Greg Olson were just talking, and he kind of just like just kind of like tossed it out like casually. And I Greg guess Olson it, was on my list for possible bad too. So. Bad, ugly, horrible. <laughs> terrible why the hell does this guy have a job yeah i get it all of the all of the above again i mean we've seen kickers come in off the street and be a little bit more reliable than that you know dicker the kicker being one of those past two seasons was it was able to to be successful for two different teams brandon aubrey for the cowboys this year (laughs) right you you have options out too so uh yeah yeah um all right uh ej what was your bad from this past weekend all right, my bad. You know, look, I'm not a Swifty. I like a couple songs. She's fine, whatever. And I get people being annoyed by her and her being on TV all the time. But the only thing annoying about more than annoying than that is people bitching and complaining about Taylor Swift on, on TV. Like, maybe shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, shut the fuck up. Enough. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd also like to nominate up, DJ hiding the fact that he's a huge Swifty is bad. Yeah, it is too. bad. Just, just like own up to like it, a, man. I like a couple songs, but I'm not a Swifty by no means. You know, yeah, well, we knew you were trouble. Yeah, right. Trouble yeah. in there. My first song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, well, in the, 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 the one of the funnier parts I find about like that that whole thing is like the majority of the people. And yes, I'm generalizing. But the majority of the people that are complaining about that are the people that I thought boycotted the NFL nine <laughs> years ago anyway. But careful there, Jim. You don't want to get any bad blood. Well, Jim has, a, Jim has no problem with that. <laughs> hey, hey I see what waters. you did there. Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, the number of times those people uh, have uh, boycotted the NFL, I've lost count at this point. Um, mean, when they do that, they act so like they're high schools. Like, what, are you feeling 22 or something? What the hell is <laughs> going on here? Right. Ah. Ryan says, "Who is a bigger head, me or Greg Olson?" I think Olson's got me beat by just slight. Here's the slight thing. bit. First slight. of all, I appreciate you giving the slight over uh, to Greg there, Jim. But here's I'm the thing: fast. you wearing the hat gives you an unfair kind of handicap there because it it. It you know. I, oh I'm yeah, well nobody needs to be blinded by the Chrome Dome during the. <laughs> During the episode. That's all I'm saying. Yes, we just need to look at the sheen on EJ's head. Got you. Ryan says, who the hell was 22 in high school? I don't know, but they probably voted for Trump. Um, I'm saying they're that intelligent that they're 22 in high school, that they're bitching about Taylor Swift. Come on, keep up, crinkle fries. For real. That's Uh, the joke. Palmer's cocoa butter. The end. Noted. What the hell is the advertisement? We need a sponsorship for that shit. Work on that. I'm I'm working on that. You know, come on well, work hard. Think, think, think bigger. Just in general, like with you know, with your notes and like your lame statistics and your sponsorships. Work harder. If, um, if he worked harder, his notes would be original. I get it. Oh, right. oh. Look, it's, it's yours. It's, it's yours, fucker. Yeah. I, I, apparently, you, you keep falling for way my out of line. Way out of line. Uh, Kyle, what was your bad from this past weekend? You mean other than EJ's argument? No. Uh, <laughs> I mean that's every week. Uh, um. In particular, I'm just going to say it as a general thing. I know I, I, I say it mockingly, but my bad is the re is the reincarnation of all these bad spirits from Brett Favre to Scott Norwood. Like they haunted the NFL playoffs this week 
and caused a shit ton of heartbreak. I feel bad for those fans. I'm glad I'm not them, but I feel bad for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it was uh, there was a lot of bad beats this weekend, man. And 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 I, I look at the end of the the Green Bay season, end of the Tampa Bay season. Um, two teams that I mean, you you can argue overachieved. I mean, I know both went nine and eight. I don't think we would have had either of them um, in the second round of the postseason. Uh, so it, it's it's tough to see. It's tough to see seasons end um, like that unless you are the uh, you know unless you are the Lions unless you're the uh, San Francisco 49ers. But you can say it, Jim. I'll allow it. Um, for for me, and I'm obviously not going to go long for him. I've already done that um, in uh, on the observations podcast last week. Um, but the the official uh, announcement of the Cowboys choosing the path path of least resistance um, for the upcoming season just bring him McCarthy back. I mean, we're still waiting on uh, if Dan Quinn's going to get get a head coaching job or if that's going to be a lather rinse repeat, but. Um, yeah, with the number of, of head coaching candidates that were out there just to, um, just to hit the reset button, just, just, yeah. It, 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 way, Jim, to piggyback on that, if I could also issue a bad to your accounting team for doing such a shitty job on selling that you've got the space program lined up to launch McCarthy <laughs> into the sun, how do you fuck that up? If you, you know what? All- Let's not even waste the jet fuel on him anymore. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just that, I'm that far over it that, that just let's not even waste the jet fuel to get him there. Um, let's see, Mike uh, says his bad. The Bucks saving a timeout. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna hit that in in my my uglies. The the time management by the Buccaneers. Um, look, I, I understand the Lions could have went for a field goal. They could have went for the first down to seal it. But to sit there with a timeout when you could have potentially gotten the ball back with forty seconds. I I understand the chances of winning that game. Not that much, though. I mean, if you really look at it, there must have been some sort of agreement because the Lions were snapping the ball with like 15, 16 seconds left on the, the play clock. Oh, if that, they that's had true fully too. drained it, then the, the Bucks get the ball back either down 10 or down 7 with about 4 seconds left overall. So yeah, I don't know, man. It probably just... a split there. It's bad optics based on the, the picture being sent around, but I think overall – Bowles was probably just like, "What's the point?" And I get it. I get it, but I mean, the the, pa- the Packers blocked the the Packers blocked the field goal in in their game. Like, yeah, but they don't have to go for the field no. Goal. And and, and the, yeah, there's obviously run around for four seconds and dive out of bounds and, and kill the clock. Sure, I just well, I don't. Don't playoffs? No big deal. Yeah, no, I just zero. I try. I I will say this, and I've I've come to the defense of other fan bases. Throughout this season, uh, I, if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm I'm probably a little pissed about it. That's all. I'll, I'll agree with that. Not as sure. often as EJ coming to the defense of other fan bases because he's members of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good uh, one, Kyle. Good one. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, and 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 Devin kind of is uh, is touching on on another one I had in my uglies, and, and it's the it's the his bad and ugly uh, is the reaction to um, to to Tyler Bass and the missed. Uh, field goal uh, some of the threats I know he deactivated his social media credit to the Bills fans and and I don't think it's mentioned enough um, how I mean I know they get a certain reputation whether you love it or don't uh, with the the flaming tables and body slams and all of that stuff but like that that fan base does a lot for opposing teams charities and things like that I think they did it 
was it to the Bengals the one year when they eliminated yeah. somebody from a from the postseason? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. So they um they are rallying around and donating to uh, Tyler Bass's uh, charity. So a uh, a sign of goodwill that not uh you know that the that the idiots are. Uh, hopefully in the minority, but yeah, certainly couldn't have been the a good, good. Always, the good always the bad. Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, EJ, what was your ugly from this past weekend? Well, we're still there. Was the Buffalo Bills? We're still there. The Bills, really, and the decisions got to make moving forward. Their offseason is going to be very, very questionable. I mean, you say another year in the playoffs, winning the AFC East again, you know, win the playoff game, and but I mean, of all the teams that lost this weekend, they're the one that has a bitter taste in their mouth coming out of it. And like every team that lost, you know, Houston could say, well, we had a, you know, turnaround year. Bucks, same thing too. Also, uh, who else lost? Uh, Packers, you know, a lot of questions coming the year. The Bills had expectations. Yeah. And. Oh, whoa. Wait, what? No, wait, they no, they did. Yes, they Three did. People on this plan panel said they wouldn't make the playoffs. One person said after game one in a must win that they would miss the playoffs. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway. <laughs> As a whole, not just this panel, as a whole. Yeah. Wait, okay. look, up in the sky. Anyway. It's anyway. him. My God, it's really him. Captain Hindsight. That's right. Hindsight only 2020. Oh, man. Um, but way, seriously. Nationally, the cool thing to do was to say that the Bills wouldn't make the playoffs. So, again, respectfully. There's still a bittersweet taste to them losing. Now, now does Sean McDermott keep his job next year? What happens to Stephon Diggs? Like to me, do you are do you go the direction of blowing it up and building? Not to cut you time? off, but more on that in a in a second. We'll dive right. into the bills. That's the ugly, really, for me coming out this weekend is that situation moving forward. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll talk about the bills here uh, in a second. No one likes to see that. Nor would anyone else. Uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash, what was your You're ugly? A horrible human being, man. Other than my jokes tonight? No, uh, seriously. Um, you know, for me, the ugly is, um, you know, uh, this is, I'm going to say, a cousin of EJ's. Accuse me of stealing if you'd like. But the people going after Josh Allen is absolutely stupid. I agree. By the way, the people giving fans to Patrick LeVon Mahomes II and Travis Kelsey also complete morons. Though it was adorable that he did the heart to his girlfriend in the stands. Hey, listen, I'm jealous. I had a damn championship game I played in, and my wife sat on my jersey instead of wearing hers. Okay? <laughs> like, damn it. Like, if she I'm gave you, she gave you two That kids. is a disgusting <laughs> act. Who gave who what? That's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I want to make it. I love you, Kyle. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, listen, at the end of the day, neither of these quarterbacks did anything other than their effing jobs. Oh, but Kyle, he tried to play hero ball at the end of the game. Wasn't a bad idea. Who knew that the kicker was going to miss a damn chip shot just the way that guys did to make somebody. I'm glad there's not a Giants fan on this panel to talk Shut about. Up. Shut your ass. Of Scott Norwood doing things wrong. Okay. Shut your mouth. But that being said, listen, you can accuse the Bills of a lot of things. EJ laid it out nicely, in my opinion. Thank but you. But guys, like Andy Reid coming out with three tight ends and having twice the advantage of a banged up defense to get through, it's all about to change next week. But that's a bit ugly for me. We, we still got close games, which really says more about the Chiefs, in my opinion, than anything else. All righty, Matt. Um, I've probably given this ugly a few times in the season. I'm just going to keep the train rolling. 
going with the Philly media because now our new thing is that Jalen Hurts is going to get traded. So, guys, what? I get it. I get it. Media is struggling right now. You saw what happened at Sports Illustrated. You're trying to save your asses. Get it. Your ass. But we've got to stop with this creating drama out of nowhere. Um, you know, it it's it's just not a good look you at sound all. Insane. Why city cannot have nice things. I yeah. mean Especially your city. Listen, Matt, I understand I that said, even though you basketball I teams said this city. I'm reiterating, buddy. Even though, you <laughs> even though your basketball team's season well, yeah, is over, it's done. It's over, Dud. Your jersey and all this. What else are they supposed to focus on? Next thing you're going to tell me, an MVP candidate in the local area got 70 points. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Never are we- would know. <laughs> yeah, and and your hockey team is overachieving uh, as well this year. Um, so yeah, you want, and you want you want you want why I hate Philadelphia sports fans? You know, um, you know why? There you go. They're no. just like okay, uh, New York, fans, right? <laughs> oh, they're, they're just idiots. They're just idiots, though. New Yorkers. Um. Okay, yeah. I mean, Miami I was Heat fans. Yes. You guys don't even stay to watch your team win games. Well, we, well, we have cocaine to snort. That's 70% why. of them walked out on that. Agreed. Spurs. But here's the thing, though, yeah. Matt. You come down here, we got beaches, yeah. women, yeah. cocaine. Yeah. I mean, come on. We got things to do. You know, it's all funny that you're shedding a ray of light in that situation, EJ Christian. Okay, Madonna. It's not funny! I don't get the Madonna. Ray of light. It was a Madonna. Oh, it was a Madonna man. song. Nicely done, EJ Christian. I thought you were a Swifty. I never would have thought you came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to touch on Tampa's time management. I was going to uh, touch on the reaction to, um, you know, to the to the Bills' loss. Um, those were the two things I had down. I, I saw some people Saturday, and it wasn't a lot, so I don't. I don't even necessarily uh, want to give a, a, a ton of. Uh, breath to it but like people who were who were uh kind of mocking stroud in the season that the, the texans had because they kind of got blown out and no and, and it like the game was a, it was a what 10 point difference at halftime obviously the ravens uh, blew it open in the second half a bit yeah. more granted you take away a punt return for a touchdown and that game's literally never close but like how how is how anybody can sit there after what you know, CJ Stroud did all year. He was an MVP candidate for God's sakes, right, EJ? Um, and yeah, after, Ryan. After what they did all season, and 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 again, a team that was the worst team in football a year ago, to the rebound that they had to make the playoffs, to win the division, to win a playoff game, to win a playoff game convincingly. Um, in in round one against the Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender, favorite. there you go, Matt. Right. There we go. Right. I mean, come <laughs> on. Um, yeah, it just look. You can you can say like, man, not a great game. Um, hey, you know, uh, that's a bad beat. Can you also maybe just say the Ravens might just be that fucking good? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Wow, this Texans team sucks. Um, they're just not as good as the best team in football. Okay, that's what, that, that's what two of the three other teams left in the playoffs have been embarrassed by the Ravens this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what you're talking about. Right, one, one of the, <laughs> but the, the two, one of the two teams that's playing on the opposite side of them, um, you know, in the opposite conference right now, uh, both of those teams about, got beat up pretty bad. So, um, that's one, the, that's one of the most fortunate that I can't stand, especially with social media too, lack of perspective. This lack of perspective, I can't stand it. 
Yeah, it's like making the Browns a Super Bowl contender. Contender, the lack of perspective. Detective, you see you drunk. Thirty-five. Hindsight is twenty-twenty, my friend. <laughs> Over. Oh. Better drunk than stupid. Anyways, I- oh, wow. Um. Yeah, it just ouch, ouch. yeah, we just just come on, just be a, a little bit smarter. I'm sorry, buddy. Just, just a I little bit you. of thought. Just like, can we just do that? Just a little bit of thought. Whoa, whoa, easy, easy. Keep it above the hemisphere. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I got, I got loose fingers, buddy. Sorry. Jeez. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that... I'm glad I'll be dancing during the tool time segment. Get the disgusting. And that's up. why Mrs. Earnestly Speaking stays with you. Got it. Yeah. Um. All right, <laughs> Ryan. 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan says uh, the ugly was the fake punt with Demar Hamlin. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what that play was supposed to be, but it didn't work, uh, and it, it didn't work bad. Um, and uh, <laughs> what did Ryan say there to do? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Ryan. Dude. Uh Mike says the ugly Jordan Love breaking rule number one, don't throw it across your body. Yeah. You don't do math. Is, is the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do math. Don't do math. A, you're better as a side of Farve beans. That's so far from 2009. It's not funny! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh let's close the book on the good, bad, and the ugly from this weekend. And let's talk a little bit about the weekend that was um you know, since we only have two games to predict in a in a small batch of terrible, I mean, power rankings uh, to look at later in the show. Um, but it the 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 play that the play that reared its ugly head again, and it, it's done it a few times in the year, and certainly because of the stakes in the game, um, was it was a higher uh, topic of discussion. Now, the way it worked out, I don't think it really had any impact on the outcome this time around. Um, but the NFL, the fumble out of the back of the end zone or out of the end zone rule, um, was the, uh, the topic du jour on Sunday again. Um, and, and how it is a change of possession. Are are you guys, are you guys fans of the rule? Because I know Kyle and I have had discussions about this on the Twitter, um, about it, but start with you, Kyle, where are you, where do you stand with the rule? Well, listen, my ugly was this close to being all the whining and complaining about the rule, but I didn't want to seem like I was going after Jim personally. Um, here's the thing. Well, who's talking before? What's that? Thank you. Who's talking before in the past? Yeah, well, I'm going to go after him. I'm going to call him a bitch on his show, and I didn't want to do it out there in the Twitterverse, okay? Like, it's meant for everybody's concern. True. Right here on the Huddle Up podcast, okay? If you want me, if you want to hear me call him a bitch on his show, you better give up the goddamn click. All right? There you sure. go. There we go. <laughs> With all that being said, by the way, Jim, do not make a bitch on my own show mug. That would be too much. Anyways. Um, oh, God. What if it's in the chalkboard font like the student of the game podcast? <laughs> I see what you did there, you merchandising some bitch. Anyways. I'm that good. Um, I'm that good. Merchandising. Merchandising. Here's where it comes to for me. Like the part about field position being part of the game gets completely left out here. And I'm not surprised. This is the same universe that thinks it's okay to call the tiny people in the game skill players as if the big guys don't have any fucking skill when they play it. I mean, seriously, to be fat and drunk and to climb out of a damn uh, uh, club seat at, at the chief, or excuse me, the Bills Stadium, one you're not familiar with, by the way, because your brother hasn't played there before. Yes, I'm making a Jason Daniel Kelsey reference, okay? <laughs> Figure it out. But the punchline is this. Hey, listen, Creed Humphrey, uh, center for the uh, Chiefs last year, said big skill. 
that's the term we're using. I like it. Uh, you know, the big skill guys, they get ignored all the time in this league. Why would anybody know what field position is? But field position is important, and it should be this much part of the game. Hey, if you don't want to be the victim of getting the ball fumbled out of the back of the end zone, A, keep the damn ball out of there, maybe, and B, maybe don't fumble the motherfucker. How about that? All right, Matt? Yeah, I'm a proponent of the rule because it rewards the defense who made the play in that instance. You know, they they are the ones that force the ball out. Um, I, I get, you know, similarly, if it goes out of bounds elsewhere, that's kind of the rule. I also don't agree with that rule either. I think that if the defense forces a fumble in this instance, though, when their goal is to prevent a score and they actually did their job with that, then that should be the reward when they get inside or, or close enough to that 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 is the case. If your might was so overwhelming that you made the go ball go backwards, there is no negative numbers in football. I mean, I guess technically the end zone is because the end line is zero. But the detail is this. It's about the direction the ball is going when it rolls out of bounds. That's the difference between a touchback and a safety. You sucked that hard you couldn't keep the ball on the field. You should be punished. I mean, I, I personally, I've never been a fan, and, and I'll give my thoughts on, on this particular rule, but I've never been a fan that you can advance on a fumble. Like, if, if you like fumbling forward and being able – and it, it goes out of bounds and advances the ball. I, I hate that part of it, too, because, like, you didn't <clears> you didn't do anything to advance. Like, you didn't, you didn't like, recover. You didn't advance. Um, so, so I'm not a fan of that. To me, it should go back to the – the fumble spot, but I'll give my thoughts on on this particular rule um, in a second. EJ, where where do you stand with this? No, I, I I thought I'd be minority in that rule. I, I I actually agree. I think if you can't score and you can't hold oh, the ball, look, that's, that's your you're fucking problem. After all, I was, I, I, I was, you caught me. I was, I was on the brink of a joke on that too. But hey, 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 hey. No, I, no, you you can't you couldn't score the ball. You cut the ball. You're bad. The, the rule the rule never bothered me for. And Ryan raises a good point as well. Well, and so so that and that's kind of where that's kind of where I'm at with the rule. So he says if you fumble out of bounds on the five, you spot it on the five. You fumble out in the end zone, you can't spot the ball. Uh, removing the rule will allow offense to be more reckless with reaching towards the goal line because uh, there would be no punishment. So because that that's been kind of the thing because I've always been on the side of this and I mean when people say the dumbest rule in sports um and I've even I've said that phrase as well because I, I want clicks on Jim Sports um because I, I want clicks on my Twitter at Big Jim Sports <laughs> <laughs> but woke Jim but no it's not it's at Big Jim Sports <laughs> lieutenant now there we go um but the the one thing that's always been challenging Kyle I know you did the same thing to me earlier this season when this rule came up in the in a Cowboys game is you're like, well, what's what's your what's the solution? And I think that's kind of Ryan's point is what's the solution? So, yeah, I get it. You can't you can't spot the ball. So if you fumble, if you're in offense and you fumble out of the end zone, to me, move it back to the fifty, move it back to the previous twenty. Like I punish punish the team that's on offense. But to me, I guess the part that that doesn't that doesn't connect with the rule. And I understand that you can you can make the argument the end zone's a different space because. Um, you know, reaching the ball to a certain point or whatever, you break the play and you Cats touch the pylon. line. In the end zone, Jim. The end zone is already treated differently. Period. Point blank. End of story. That's mm -hmm. that's fine, but to me, you know, everybody, you know, you, you talk about rewarding a defense for, you know, making making a play, getting the ball loose. But to me, I, it almost feels like you're over rewarding a defense 
because they never they never completed the the, the turnover. So like we, that's why when it goes out at the five, you spot it at the five because there was no turnover. Like and th- so that that's the part that never connects with me. It's the field position that you're rewarding at that point, Jim. Now you're taking the special teams reward out of the play. This isn't about just rewarding the defense, Jim. It's about rewarding the special teams. It's about rewarding field position as well. It's two things going on there. The field position was successful so much that you put you put the offense in a negative situation, right? And the defense over and above caused a turnover. You're not just rewarding the defense. To put it that way is to limit what's going on there. I'm not I'm not sure that I follow the, the special teams portion. The the field position. If you get punted and pinned deep. Well, this is the opposite end of the the field. How do you figure? So you're talking about if they're pinned back almost as if oh, it's safety. Like We're talking about other end of the field where they're going into Here's score. The Don't drop the fucking ball. That's what? that's more what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I I get if you want to. Let me rephrase. The rules in there for the reasons I talked about. Okay, because a dude mishandled it. That's just an unfortunate situation. Now, if we're if if we're looking into, hey, if a guy is advancing it and reaches it out, I mean, I don't like that either, you know. But that at least is more defensible. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't have a problem with a ball go like if you're going backwards the other way of being a safety. I mean that that's, I mean that's that's the the, the scoring portion of it. Well, it's, and see, now we're leaving it into the judgment of the officials again, which is always dangerous in my mind because, you know, that's gone wrong nowhere else in the NFL. <clears throat> but with all of the above being said, like, I feel like a- asking it for this to be to be this particular, like, it's obvious if a dude's broken loose 95 yards and he's by himself. And, you know, your boy Leon Lett, for example. Really? You know, really, we got to bring up Leon fucking Lett at this point. It wasn't a win. Have a nice well, well, fuck but, you, Cap. Listen, be that as it may, like, how should that play be treated? Seriously. Um, I mean, I've gone through many years of counseling. Um, so remind- Which, we're talking about Leon Lett fumbling, not him recovering the touched kick, right? Which, well, which yeah, which, yeah, is, what are we talking about here? Yeah, because where where did the where did the ball? I don't. Even, I mean, truthfully, this was this is when Big Jim was Little Jim at that point. Um, what I the, that the, was Leon Light was high stepping right, and he got yeah. the ball knocked out, and That's it right. went out where in the end zone. It went through the end zone. Oh, was the end zone? I forget. Your line and and okay. so again, like Don Beebe. and there's 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 one further back too where um um. Oh my God! The former Sunday Sunday Night Football commentator that was the uh, Red Tom Jackson. Oh, no, no, sorry. Um, um, who who the hell did you just say? You I just said Tom Jackson. Second, Tom Jackson. I was thinking about Tom, Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson. That's that's the Broncos, buddy. No, right. um, he wasn't. He was commentator though. He was commentator. What the? Oh, the Denver Broncos. Uh, but I mean, yeah, he was a Booger McFarland caliber commentator. You, but you, yeah, I know you can't stand him. <laughs> you're, you're right. Tom Jackson uh, was was in fact there. I'll, I'll give you um, I'll give you that much credit. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> are, you talking, are you talking ESPN or NBC? Sunday night. Um, this goes to the ESPN days. This is way back. Um, yeah. Joe Theismann. Theismann. Thank you. There was one. Um, and and I don't think this was the Cowboys, but Theismann 
saved the touchdown quote by knocking it out of a dude's hands when he's yeah. returning at the distance for it to actually go out of bounds in the end zone and, and save the ball. Like, where's the line? That's my point. I mean, I get to again to my point. It's it, for for my if I'm if I'm fixing quote unquote fixing the rule. Um, the the offensive team that fumbles in and out of the end zone going in again going out going back I understand that's a, that's a safety like I, I don't I don't necessarily have that I don't have a problem with that rule because if you're if the ball is down in the end zone in any fashion like that way by you then the, then that's a that's a safety there um, <clears throat> for me it's it's the it's the fumble into the end zone. I, like I said, move the ball back to the team's own 30-yard line, to their own 20s. They got to go 70, 80 yards the other direction. Like, you know, I, and, and maybe and maybe that's not the best solution because the defense, defense is tired. The I, that did their job, yeah. I, I don't know. I Again, the, the, the part for me that doesn't, that, that, that doesn't compute with it is the fact that they didn't complete the turnover. Like, and, and I, I just – and maybe it, it's not – it's it, it hasn't, and maybe it never will. I don't know. It will connect in my brain to go, you know, end zone different, you know. Ball out I of mean, end zone results in, you know, like that, I mean, that, 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 that – all you did is the defense was get a ball loose. You didn't you didn't finish the play. That, that, but well, neither did the offensive player. Like I No, mean, but, so it, but again, to me, everywhere else, not completing the play is – you know, is a is you 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 keep you keep the possession, but you keep the onus of not completing the play on the defense. There, what about the goddamn offense in the first place? They didn't complete a damn thing either. Let's be clear about that. Okay, hey. so if an offense fumbles and it goes out at the at the five, should the defense get the ball at the five then? If the onus isn't on the defense to complete the turnover, I'm not sure what you mean exactly. Because because you you said like the the. The part from from my scenario is putting the responsibility on the defense to complete the turnover to get the ball. But the the defense the responsibility should never be on the defense. What's the term that's always said, Jim? Protect the football. That's how it's known. Right. Why? So yeah. the, the, and that's that's why to 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 the point then is if anywhere on the field, if an offense fumbles the ball and it goes out of bounds, should it then be a turnover? Is that is that the fix of the rule? Well, and then again, I think, like I said, I think it's fine where it's at. The, the offense, the, the ball going out where it is bothers me less. But again, the end zone needs to feel like hollowed ground. Just like in football, you don't kick, you, you know, you don't touch the goalie. You know, um, in basketball, once a ball's coming down, you don't mess with it. That's goaltending, right? There's, there's certain instances where the rules do change. So I'll say this, and by the way, I get the injustice or what doesn't compute in your head where, where, where I will also flip this on its head too, as well is tell me the protocol in the rule book that should determine when this exception gets triggered. That's in my opinion is the real tough part. Well, what, what do you, uh, what do you mean? I don't, it... What determines that a ball carrier is somebody who's advanced the ball this far and has then fumbled it at the last minute to into the end zone? What triggers that? How do you write that in the book? 
And granted, I don't expect you to have that answer immediately. And all right, hey, maybe you're that good a host, and you do. I don't know, but yeah, like, no, I, 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 that, yeah, that I think is is a complicated part of the question. And that, and I and think it's why just, I think they have the end zone the way they did. I mean, they used to always have random rules about the end zone. It used to be they they would say that the end zone goes from around the world, and you can dive from wherever and extend the ball, and they they edited that so. I think that there could be an alteration made. I just don't know what the the fix is at this point, so they have to leave it how it is. Moreover, I'll even add to Matt's point. The uh, the alterations in the rules have been made with the end zone. It used to be that an incomplete fucking pass was a turnover. Yeah, yeah. So but we're already in that improved the world. You know yeah, I mean? it, it's and and I mean you can. There was I saw there was report Sunday night that the the competition committee in the NFL is exploring making changes to the rule. Um, it happened to the beloved Chiefs, so we know how. But things with the Chiefs and Bills and playoff games result in rule changes. So Bills got ruled out with the uh, with the uh, removal of the sudden death there, Jim, because Tom Brady benefited from that shit against the Chiefs. Why? Well, I, I mean, it was a Bills Chiefs game, as I clearly stated so I was just making sure we're checking on that yeah i mean that's what i mean clearly, that's what i said clearly but, stated <laughs> clearly stated um your, your boy sucks uh ej that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> did you see did you see the report that he went that he was what reportedly contacted about possibly joining the 49ers this year i wish that would have happened uh anyway um let's let's me bitching the whole time um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. Um, EJ, I know you touched on it. I believe it was in, in your bad. Um, you know, a, a, a season where things kind of looked lost um, a little past the midway point. They go on a run to end the year. They end up winning the division. Um, they host the Chiefs. Everything's lining up, right? Regardless of where we thought they were going to be preseason, regardless of how we thought the, the season was going, all of a sudden, they right the ship, um, and they end up in the divisional round. They host the you know the big bad witch. They they they, they bring the Chiefs to their town, and they still can't finish the job. Um, <clears throat> so EJ, since it was in your bad, w- where did the Bills go from here? Like, it, it, like uh, they, they've they've kind of come out and said like there there's not going to be a. A, a rebuild. They're not going to blow anything up. It sounds like McDermott's going to remain there. Um, Josh Allen not going anywhere. Stephon Diggs said he's not going to request a trade. Um, for now. For well, for now. Um, so to you, what, what, where did the Bills? Where do they go from here? Well, the only play you really have is really is, is those two guys you mentioned, that McDermott and, and Diggs. Like I think at this point, Diggs is, is too much of a distraction now, where you you can't not consider moving him you'll get some parts something back for him at this point like i'm not comfortable with also firing coaches because he you have to get direct credit for a strong struggle in the year he turned things around in a big way he, he, and with a tough schedule too on top of that um does he come back yeah I, i'm okay to come back he should be on the hot seat though next year one of the hottest seats in the league i think him and sirianni probably two coaches with the hottest seat in the league next year you can um, add mike mccarthy yeah, to that and, and matt i saw that i saw that matt rolling your eye calm down buddy in on the sun I mean, but I mean, it, wait, hold you gotta on, do something because what, what they have is not. Go. Working Got that right. for you, man. Yeah, what they have is not working right right now. I mean, it, it, there's a ceiling with what they have right now currently. Okay, so you you gotta do something. Like the only, the only move I can see that you can make really at this point is maybe moving digs for some parts. 
maybe trip to the draft, get a receiver. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Josh Allen is the future of that team. He's, he's, he's a great quarterback, top five in the league. Um, but that's the move, really, is, is to move digs and f- find pieces of that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean to, to say it's not not working, um, I mean, it's it, it is. I understand the point. It, 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 it's yeah. it's a it's a weird statement to make. Uh, I sympathize with the statement because, um, in, in a way, I, as you know, twelve and five, twelve and five, twelve and five. Fa- failure, thing. failure, Same failure. Um, so I think I think saying there's a ceiling to it is is a better. And you you did say both. But like it, ceiling is better than it's not working because it is it is working to a degree. Like the Bills, you know, the Bills are a successful team to a point. the The question is what what can get them what can get them over the top. Um, the only piece you can move that can make sense. I mean, the thing is, so the, the complaint I had the, the complaint I had last year coming to the year was that Buffalo didn't get worse, but they didn't get better, and the teams around them were getting better, so they were starting to. Co- become a little bit in the pack are we going to see the same situation now this year houston's better now, obviously now we expect houston to be even better next in the years to come you would think cincinnati joe burrow's back healthy next year the jets will see aaron Rodgers healthy next year <laughs> dolphin's gonna hang around of course so the environment around uh, yeah them is i mean tougher, he'll, tougher, he'll, tougher. he'll recover he'll so, recover from the right this right. year's my achilles is, injury i think my largest point is the environment in the afc is on paper going to be tougher you know kc this year a down year I don't think they'll be down for much longer. I think at some point, they, 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 I think they'll address the receiver situation that, in this offseason. They, they have, have to. to. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. So you have all these things. Buffalo can't continue doing what they're doing with this core and expect to break through what, what, what they're trying to go, which is obviously get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Matt, your thoughts on on where, what what do the Bills, where do they go from here to to get over that next that next hump? So it's not going to be Diggs. He has a dead cap hit of thirty-one million if he's Ooh. traded season twenty-two Oof. the following season. So I don't see the Bills kind of making that type of move the, the way it plays out. Um, so I think at this point, the only thing that they have to do would be to make any type of change on the coaching staff, whether that's McDermott, um, you know, bringing a different type of offensive mindset, and maybe not a whole new coordinator, but bring in someone who can help develop play calling a little bit better, uh, add to the team in general, but they do need to make some sort of change. I think because similar to, um, you know, other teams that are in that type of position, um, you know, the season of disappointment, you have to make some changes ultimately. Uh, Student game, Kyle Nash thoughts on the bills and, and what, what their, uh, their next step should be. You know, it, it's not really EJ's fault. That, that I'm making these points, but you've set the table for people that have made a lot of the same statements, EJ. I blame you. I don't. No, I don't. I don't, in fact. I blame the Bill Simmonses and the people that he insists on listening to instead of the Student of the Game podcast. Who, who, who's Bill Simmons? <laughs> that's cute. Anyways. Um, right, Nick Wright. Kendrick that's, Perkins, that's better. Who the hell is this? Um, <clears throat> example. The Jets. The Jets are getting better, guys. They're a threat. You really think Aaron Good Charles Rodgers? You really think Aaron Charles Rodgers will make it 17 games healthy behind that offensive line? Granted, that later. still has yet to happen. <laughs> I'd be shocked if he makes it eight games. I will give the over on four snaps, though. Uh, call me off. The- <laughs> wait, wait. We hold on. We got to find out if. The Jets' opening game is on the death turf, or if it's an away game, that's that's going to be a critical piece 
yeah. to four plays or not. You know what? By but the way, just... sidebar on the Jets, um, uniform news, the, the the legacy throwback unis they wore when Aaron Rodgers and the Jets season died, those are now going to be their full-timers moving forward. They're going to create a, a green uh, version of it for, for all the... Put it this way, these are things that will improve my take as I win that bet of the over on four snaps. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> a potential take, I'll be honest. Um, then you cite the uh, return of one Joe Burrow. Uh, EJ Christian, a fair point, except they just lost their OC. You're that quick to trust Zach Taylor? I'm not. There's another threat that I've eliminated. The Texans. Speaking of OCs leaving, their guy is rumored to be getting a head coaching job sooner than later as well. Take that off the table. Expect the Game over, man. Expect the sophomore <laughs> slump in Houston. The Finns, their main competition. I'll look at their draft, but unless suddenly they decide to erect a defense from the dead, and then EJ laughs because I use the word erect. Um, you know. I did. <laughs> with all that being said, the one thing that I think is the most replicable is the Bills. Their biggest problem has actually been defensive injuries. You, you can't do that again. No, you can't have a fucking mash unit on defense and expect to win the Super Bowl. I agree. I know the Packers did it. The one Super Bowl that Aaron Charles Rodgers has. But these are garbage-ass points that are just completely incomplete. The, the Bills' chances of returning to the playoffs is pretty strong because much like Belichick and Brady Patriots, playoffs, their division is somewhat gilded and not as good as advertised. And... They don't have to compete with the Ravens, the Bengals, the Steelers, the Browns, who all beat the hell out of each other. So, yeah, I don't think their window is closed for the playoffs. Now, as far as getting a Super Bowl, you make a ton of great points. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that's what I'm talking about, though. They're, they're, I, I never said they were a playoff team. They're, they're, to me, they're probably going to be first in the AFC. You said week year. one was a must win, and they didn't win it. But so where they're, where they're trying to go at this point, they Ooh, that was loud. They went. They went to AFC, went to AFC title game a couple years ago. So the next step is to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm looking at them as a Super Bowl contender. Not as a, not as a playoff has been. We get the playoffs at this point is a guarantee for them. Yeah, I, 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 I think you know the. I think you need to address the wide receiver position outside of Stephon Diggs. Now, right. Don't get me wrong. The, uh, the, the, the basketball hoop catch that was that was not made. Um, in the uh, in the divisional game this weekend, throw. Um, I mean, that was a perfect throw, man. You, Thirty, Matt. What was the number? Thirty-two million against the cap next year. Yeah. For Diggs, you 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 have to make yeah. that catch. You have to. There's like you can't you can't not make that catch, right? Um, well, that's the dead cap money. He's at his base is still close to that, but yeah, okay. the thirty-two was his. And that's what I'm bothered too. This, this guy bitches all the time, like in the ball, and then we have a chance to, to turn the game around. Does that shit? So please, yeah. So do your fucking job. So yeah, you 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 got to be better in those moments. But I think there needs to be better pieces around him in that receiving core, um, because if you only have one receiver, you have no receivers. Like let's be honest. Like yeah. C D Lamb, C D Lamb had a better year this year because of the emergence of guy because of Ferguson at tight end because Brandon Cook started coming on after the first month. Like it opened up the offense a bit. For CD Lamb to do, you know, to to get right. the ball more, because there was actually threats there. Because Michael Gallup wasn't it, shockingly. Um, <laughs> so like ad address those, and I think address 
like the aging and and injured pieces i saw a stat today with you know and and injuries i guess happen but like the amount of money that the bill spent on von miller um he he ended up earning like 3.8 million dollars per tackle because of how little time he actually spent on the field wow like you know maybe that wasn't the best deal to make i get why it was flashy and it sounded good at the time but you know (laughs) hindsight I will, say this, I will say this, though, Jim, real quick. Before it gets uh, lost in the shuffle, hold on. We're throwing around receivers as if they don't have pieces. Did you see some of the catches that the young man Khalil, Khalil Shakir made in the meantime? Mm. He'll be fine. He'll fill that void. And we won't have to talk about his vaccination status with Jim like we did Cole Beasley. <laughs> oh, I mean, Cole Beasley couldn't catch a cold. I mean, he probably caught COVID, but he wouldn't be honest about it anyway. I will. <laughs> but he couldn't catch anything else. That being said, I'll say one thing. The one positive thing they did make in the middle of the year that helped this run late was changing OCs, you know, having Joe Brady instead of Ken Dorsey. So that, to your point, at least going into next year, should be a positive going forward. Look, their playoff team, their first one in the AFC East, well, I'm looking at them as a Super Bowl team now, not as a yeah, look, and I, I think I, I don't I don't think I don't think there there needs to be a major overhaul. Trust me, I understand why right. Bills fans feels feel like there needs to be one. But like this, this team, this team is is closer than they think. I mean, like like let again, let's be honest. You don't run a bad fake punt. Maybe that drive ends up in three or seven. Um, Maybe you make it to overtime, and uh, Josh Allen gets a chance to do his job in overtime this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that 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 kick. If that kick doesn't go wide, right? And like, look, we can make jokes about the Bills and, and their history and and the 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 ghost of Norwood looming over that team. Let's also just remember <laughs> that it was super fucking cold and super fucking windy in that stadium. So like, yep. it, it sucks, but it's not like this is a a a, a common issue with this version of the bill so right. Josh Allen had fewer picks than Jim Kelly does in a playoff game yeah I like said. I'm I'm you know the I I get it the jokes are there but yeah the, the Bills fans you're you're gonna be fine you're gonna They're be fine. fine yeah I agree um all right just a couple other things coming out of a divisional weekend obviously we we saw the end of the Buccaneers season um but but Baker Mayfield li- likely I would think I would say he's earned um a, a contract in Tampa um, real quick. We obviously don't have to go long form on this one. He'll be 29 in April. If you're the Buccaneers, how many years do you give Baker Mayfield, EJ? Um, you give him someone similar to Geno Smith, a three-year deal, max three-year deal, okay. um, $900 million a year. If we get around 30, 30 million a year, that'd be great. He probably won't ask for 40. I mean, whatever, but two, three years tops. Something similar to Geno Smith in Seattle last year. That's fair. Uh, Matt, Two for sixty. Okay, Kyle. For sixty, damn. You're cheap, Matt. <laughs> that's, more, that's more than I'd give him. Are you out of your mind? And where else is he? I mean, considering go? what the market is for quarterbacks, though, I don't think that that's outlandish. Well, who else is going to get those? A question. It, that's my point exactly. Uh, let's be clear. I don't think he's going to do better anywhere else, and if he does match it, I mean, like, listen, I'm I'm going to you know test the market, Baker. I dare you, or sign this now. Um, Gosh, if you offer more than forty for two years, I think you're out of your you're kind of out of your mind on this. Granted, if you want to put sixty on the contract, make that ish incentive based. Yeah, uh, you know, keep it under twelve interceptions this year, and we'll have a conversation. The punchline's this, guys: um, two years is the right number. I'm with Matt. Um, three is adorable, EJ. I, 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 right. I think right. I think you could have him sign a three year contract, but let's make sure the cap hit is uh, or or the dead cap 
is accounted for in those first two years. I do think the key here, though, is Mike Evans. He's a free agent this year. Where's he go? Uh, that's a great that's point. Huge. That's I mean, he, he, he had another good year. So, I mean, obviously, you've you got to be crazy if you're the Bucks not to um, – <laughs> You know, not to kind of find out what 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 he wants, and and and, and if he uh, is is on you know on the Baker bus, to you know, does he want Baker Mayfield back in the room? Like as the season went on, I I thought that the connection between those two um, got better. So yeah, maybe you keep the continuity there. I don't know. I think you're selling that the wrong way, Jim. You say to Baker, "Oh, you like throwing balls to Mike Evans? Give us a discount, bitch." maybe yeah yeah i mean you're yeah if you you're gonna have trouble if you don't keep mike evans in the room um you know yeah i think i think two three years tops if you get a third year it's got to be an option you got to be able to get out of that um if you keep him you have to have the option to get out after one if you need (laughs) oh yeah i mean yeah certainly you know it, it could it could result in not a a you know great second year but you know, I, 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 he's definitely, he's definitely earned his contract there, and um, he seems, he seems to be happy in in Tampa Bay. So I would, I would, I mean, again, it's a, it's a business, but I would be kind of surprised if he, if he doesn't just look to get re-signed there. Well, at the risk of insulting the FSU fan, it's not necessarily what he deserves, but what's best for the product overall. And with that in mind, if the Bucks can get a hold of a better candidate, they probably should especially in that division where if you get a good quarterback, you already have the best one in the division, by the way. If you can somehow improve on that. At like least if for you now. Could package, what's that? I said at least for now. If, 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 Bel- if Belichick gets the job in Atlanta, I think the, the moving on from the Heineke-Ritter experiment is going to happen real fucking quick. Right, but what quarterback wants to play for Bill Belichick right now? I mean, with the weapons Atlanta has. Yeah, I, I would go to Atlanta to play with Belichick right now. But well, and and I appreciate that, Jim. I, I, what I'm saying is, with what all that has transpired with Mac Jones, with Bailey Zappi, seeing how he treats the quarterback position, you do have reservations at the very least. Mm, possibly, I, I think, I think the limitations on that offense versus what would be in Atlanta would, um, you know, sure. would 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 be a change there. Um, all right, uh, two teams that uh, exceeded expectation. Um, made it to the playoffs, eliminated this year, uh, this weekend. We'll start in Houston. What what should the expectations be um, for the Houston Texans next year? Matt, we'll start with you. I mean, it's tough to say because it's not so much as them winning the division as the Jaguars losing it. Um, and I think that there should be some form of bounce back from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's tough to say a replication of a winning that, that conference, but they should at least expect – a playoff berth with some growth. They have a lot of young talent on offense that's kind of trajecting upwards better. And, of course, they have a stud defensive player as their head coach, so you know he's going to get a lot of out of whoever is on that side of the ball. So I would say playoffs, again, have to be the goal, at least as a wild card. Playoffs? Uh, Kyle, same thing to you. Expectations for Houston next year. Yes, Jim Morris here. Playoffs have to be the expectation. And while I think it's very Playoffs? Sweet- I think it's very sweet that Matt gives props for the Jags to get back in the game. Two things are a factor. For one, look at spot rack real real quick in their cap situation. It's about to be a real test 
real damn fast. Second. <laughs> second. And I would have said this long before my time with the Jaguar report. Bing! If you look at the cap I'm wearing. Also, you there, uh, Michigan Homer, will also account for this. Trent Bulky. No, sir. We sat through your Turn around. <laughs> special that had Michigan. Who better, better than us? Nobody. Listen, you son of a bitch. You leave America's grandpa out of this. All right. That's fighting dirty right there, sir. But with him in mind, particular to his son, sir, uh, you may remember uh, his most recent opponent internally. And I don't mean Shad Khan or even Tony Khan. The wrestling show is on Thursday nights on Three Count Thursday. That's hey, for a plug, bitch. <laughs> so with all that in mind, that was real, good. The real opponent I'm looking to is Trent Bulky. He's still in the building for the Jags to maintain, like you're talking about, Matt. The first thing they have to actually do is address the own line in the draft. But Kyle, they got Anton Harrison. You expect me to trust them for a second year? By the way, you know there's a number of old line prospects that would have been excellent to beef up the interior that they passed on to get the likes of Brandon strange and tank Bigsby. No, no, not tank Dell. That's the guy who was awesome in Houston. That's going to get him back to the playoffs. I said, tank effing Bigsby. I'm who the right. hell is this? My point. Exactly. I was right. Then when I hated that pick and I've been proven right now. So yeah, playoffs all day for Houston. What so the not Clayton, fuck not Clayton, happened? So not Clayton Bigsby. Okay. Jesus. Um, yeah, look, man. I, I, the, the, the Texans, by all accounts. Do you get it? I know. I completely get it. It's, it's particularly ironic from the black guy who does the best Trump impression I've ever heard. I hate uh, you. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Jim, in honor of EJ, can you please play the Cartman riff? Well, fuck you, Cap. Um, yeah, no, I, I think a, a playoff expectation for the Texans is playoffs is, is completely accurate. I mean, you, you, yes, you overachieved this year for sure, but now you know how to win. Like you, you know, you know what it's like. You also know what it's like to lose, um, in, in the second round. So get, get back there, build on what you did. You're going to, you know, you're going to get some guys back. Hopefully you're, you're going to make some moves in the off season, um, to continue to improve that that offense. Hopefully you can find a tight end that doesn't have brick hands. Yes, I'm talking about you, Dalton Schultz. Thank God you're Boy. not a cowboy anymore. Um, <laughs> no disrespect to the Colts, who who also had a very over uh, overachieving oh, year. absolutely. And that's with Uncle Rico at quarterback, mind you. They're going to have their, their actual quarterback returning next for, year. I'm looking good on AR, man. I like him. Yeah, yeah. He had, he had a great start. Uh, made, made my brother look smarter than he ever has. Um, and I only say that cause he's not here to defend himself. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I loosely gave him the props by even bringing the Colts up Evil so twin. the, uh, you know, that, that division, you know, b besides Tennessee, uh, you know, there, there's going to be some competition there, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, things are pointing up for Houston. Um, and then the other team, um, oh, wait, I didn't go, I didn't go yet. I didn't go. Oh, yet. sorry, EJ, my bad. You, you, you the guys Giants nailed it. You guys was that? I said the Giants will still suck. <laughs> Damn, yeah, probably. No, you got like you guys all nailed it. Like Ron Jeremy, obviously. Uh, Hi and, and here's the thing too. Also, you got a quarterback that's right now a top ten guy. Quite possibly a top five guy going next year. You see how we do our rankings next year. Um, your, your, your floor has not been risen. You got to need to pick the wild card. At least pick the wild card next year. Yeah. You know. So yeah, the playoffs is definitely something you need to. 
definitely do at least. All right. Uh, on the other side, the Green Bay Packers, um, of course, a uh, <clears throat> dominating uh, round one win. And and really, if you can complete a couple of interceptions um, mm-hmm. in this game, it doesn't come down to a Brett Favre-like throw across the body or a uh, or a Brock Purdy uh, game-winning touchdown. But the Green Bay Packers finished nine and eight. Um, you know, midseason. I think a lot of us were kind of counting them out. Um, uh, you know, they were they were flirting with bottom five territory, at least in my mind. At one point this season, they they surge late. Um, Jordan Love certainly looks to be uh, to to be the next the next uh, potential great. I'm going to leave it at potential because it is just one year. Let's be fair. A potential great Green Bay Packers quarterback. Kyle, I'll start with you. What's the expectations for Green Bay next year? So let's pump the brakes a touch on great. Um, you said potential, but hold on. Uh, now, granted, that being said, what we have is the makings of a game manager for a coach who's been hidden in the shadow of Jim's favorite quarterback, um, Quayron Rogers. But the punchline's this uh, Quayron Charlay Rogers. Excuse me, sir. Anyways, that's Quayron Ayahuasca Rogers to you. Quayron, Hiawaska, Charlay, Roger. This is getting longer and longer. This is Tom Brady long. That's what uh, EJ said. Anyway, That's what she said. Um, no, but <laughs> all that being said, um, I, I think what we're also seeing is Matt LaFleur being successful in a way. Get this. When you run what LaFleur calls, apparently the shit works. <laughs> what? Um Listen, and, and I'll be I'll be the first to say it. I've posed the question on this and the Student of the Game podcast bing, about how much was Matt LaFleur flowering or not, um, or was it Aaron in question running the show and, and being the wild card and all that? Well, apparently it's a bit of column A and B, but to see him get as far as he would with Rodgers and running right in the steam uh, the bus saw that is the 49ers again. <laughs> uh, listen. Well, fuck you, Cap. <laughs> um, I really think that the Lions playing with house money this year, they're going to be the most dangerous that they've been. I feel like there's some things that are going to get figured out. I feel like playing a first place schedule next year will slow them down and return the Packers to a chance to win a division to let's be honest the vikings and bears are both pretty still pretty damn hapless um all that in mind i can bang my skull against the wall all i want the packers are going to compete for the north again i'm confident in that yeah i think that's a fair assessment ej no yeah i I think the the it should be the division should be where it should be at the youngest team in the league um and jordan love showed some real promise late in the year um yeah, I think they're gonna be a pass. How how long is this Lions core gonna be together? Will they lose coaches as a result of how well they were this year? That could play a part. So I can see a little bit of a, a slight regression, slight Matt, slight slight regression to the Lions next year. <laughs> you know, but I, I think the the, uh, the North title should be their uh, their goal next year. All right, Matt, same to you. I think it should be their goal. I don't know that they necessarily achieve that just because I think the, the Lions' friskiness will probably remain going into next season. But I do think that the playoff berth should be at least the, the bar that they're setting for themselves and, and make it back. 
Yeah, the playoffs should be the lowest bar in Green Bay for sure. Um, yeah, and 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 depending what happens, um, what happens with Detroit, I think it's a it's it's a two dog race. Um, you know, New conference too. Uh, Minnesota, um, you know, they they have a lot of questions. Quarterback, running back, uh, you know, aging, banged up defense. Like there, there's a lot of questions. Um, in in Minnesota, um, Chicago, Lord only knows what what they're doing. I mean. Um, Eberflus is staying. I think they're going to be changing the offensive coordinator at least. Um, it looks like Fields is going to stay, but if you know, there's there's been the talk that if if Belichick goes to Atlanta, that he's going to want um, Justin Fields there. That's been you know that's been a rumor. Let's be fair on that one. So it's it's a two dog race in in the north. I don't I don't hate that honestly. No, I I because again, I mean, I I don't think Justin Fields is the problem in Chicago. So like if you give him if you give him weapons, I don't think they have the greatest O-line in Atlanta. So you, you probably want to address a little bit of that. But he's got talent, he's got weapons there. So I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a terrible thing if that if that's where he ended up. But it, it ultimately in the north as to the point of the, the Packers, it's it's a two-dog race. Playoffs for sure, possible division title. Should should be your expectation. I'll I'll go I'll go off on the whole Jordan or excuse me Jordan Love uh Justin Fields conversation on a different show that's going to come up and I need to explain all that then. That's fair. Yeah, that's you know and that's going to kind of be something once we get through uh the Super Bowl and we wrap that up we start our off-season program. Those are some of the kind of things that we can address and as we get closer it's to It's not Justin Fields talent that's the problem. That's the teaser I'll leave. Ooh, okay. I like I like being teased. Uh-oh. That's what she said. <laughs> um, so we will. Uh, That's what she said. We will address those things at a later date. But let's, gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's dive in to the uh, upcoming final uh, weekend of action before Super Bowl Sunday. There are only four teams left. We will start as Sunday will on the AFC side with the AFC Championship, the number three seed. Kansas City Chiefs, they go back on the road. Again, that was the big story last week, right? The Mahomes and, and company, their first big uh, their first big road game. Uh, they go back on the road to number one seed Baltimore, who's the three-and-a-half point home favorite. 44-and-a-half uh, is your over-under in that one Sunday, 3 o'clock Eastern time on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Uh, EJ. All right. Um, you Baltimore to cover. I think they'll win comfortable not slightly comfortable um give me and slightly comfortable yeah like i don't, I don't think it'd be a blowout yeah it's like that a, pair of pants that like you've gotten a little <laughs> chubby for they're still slightly comfortable that's yeah. a great take jim give yourself a <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll win by a touchdown so give me uh maybe the cover give me an under actually this one. Oh, okay matt I will take Baltimore to cover handily, slightly handily, um, and I will take the over on this one. Is that slightly handily like this? Or like this? No, that's yeah. a lot of handily. Ask your wife. Um, <laughs> oh! Hey! Uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash. From downtown. Uh, listen, uh, as as depending on the events of this weekend, I'm fairly certain that the winner of this game will go on to hold up a Lombardi, but that's here nor there. The punchline's this, gentlemen. Um, I have the Ravens handling business. I have them doing it uh, 
just as much as my fat pants, the ones that are so fat that I've worn them before I lost weight after my A1C, and now they start to fall down if I walk too long a distance. Um, so give me the Bengals. Oh, my. Don't get your hopes up too much, Jim. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens will win the day over the Chiefs and give me the over as well. Everything is over. Oh, wait, I got it backwards. So. Yeah, you, you know. Nothing is over. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, Kansas City did enough to win last week. Um, but I just, man, looking, looking at this Ravens team, I, I have a hard time picking anybody but them. I hope they win. But but I, I, I it's they're just so damn good, and I don't see them at home. Uh, first home and or conference championship game in Baltimore since seventy one with the Baltimore Colts, I believe, is the stat. So um, it's uh, it's gonna be rocking for sure. Uh, yeah, give me give me Baltimore. I'll take them even to cover the three and a half, and I'll go. I will go a slight under. I will go a slight under uh, on that one as well. Devin By the way, Tim, one quick note. Uh, when it comes to the involvement of the tight ends for both teams, I think the chances for the Ravens are likely. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're the worst. <laughs> All right. And on, the, best pitch, what? And, and on the other side, uh, we have the NFC Championship. Uh, Devin, I'm sorry. Devin had Kansas City and the over. Um, oh, look at this. Against the grain. Wow. Uh, all right, next one, NFC Championship game, the number three seed Detroit Lions travel to number one San Francisco, who's a seven-point home favorite. 50-and-a-half is your over-under on this one uh, Sunday, 6.30 Eastern time on Fox. EJ, we'll start with you. Oh, my God. Um, So, Debo is 50-50 for this game. I, I will think he'll play because I'm sure he wants to. Um, and So, give me – Man, give me San Francisco. They, they they need a nice performance here. They haven't been the same team since lo- losing to Baltimore on uh, on Christmas. So give me San Francisco here to cover. I think the the right ends for the Lions here, and uh, give me a slight under. I'm gonna tell Dan Campbell, you excuse me, Man Campbell. You I'm, said I'm rooting for the Lions to win. For the uh, fuck you, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> so. No, no, no. Do it right. Well, DJ. fuck you, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, I have the voice to do it right now. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, your pick for the <laughs> NFC title. Game. Damn it. Um, give me the Lions to at least cover, um, stay within the, the spread. Uh, I do think San Fran will probably ultimately win, but not in, in a convincing fashion. Uh, but I will take the over on this one. All right, Kyle, since your team uh, is playing, I will let you close out the picks. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, yeah, that, that that's the pot calling the kettle black if I've ever heard it. Um, look, Listen, for clarity, last week I, I did the very same thing I'm going to do this week. While I am a Niner fan, one might even prescribe that I am a Homer. 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 Thank you for two. I agree. I deserve that. The punchline's this. By the way, according to EJ, I've been a bigger Homer this year for the Niners um, than, than in previous years, and I think it's a big, better this team. This is true. And it has been in previous years, so I'm going to tell Jim to hit the clat on that shit. But the punchline is this. And rightly so. I respect the Lions more than that. Is it because I don't want my kneecaps bitten off? Probably. Self-preservation, I I respect it. Hey, listen, I got the Lions to cover. Mrs. Big Jim might like me a little bit more after my accusations of of misappropriations of Morningstar and all that. That's fine. Um, But here's the other thing I would also submit. 
I'm going to give myself a chance to try to tell me where I won't listen. You guys have all seen Game of Thrones. What happened to the gold cloaks? They ended up getting beat up by a bunch of crazy bastards led by Torben Giants Bane. Who better is to describe Man Campbell than that motherfucker? But that all being said, this has the feeling of the Imperials versus the Rebellion here. And Man Campbell right now is a Wookiee leading the goddamn Rebel Alliance against the 49ers. That being said, the Niners win. The Lions cover at least one Death Star gets blown up. All right, there we go. Real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Matt, and, Matt and Jim, did you watch the Game of Thrones? I never mm-hmm. did. Oh, no, Jimmy, you, know you didn't. Matt, you did, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, look, for me, I, I called this team last year, and they failed me in the end. I'm not abandoning my Lions now. Give me the Lions to cover. Give me the Lions to win. Homer, Homer, <laughs> Homer. Just a death. Homer. Oh, that, again, bring, you're bring one to boy. fucking talk. You're one to fucking talk about being a kiss <laughs> yeah. of death. You sit there and you shut your mouth. Shut up. Shut, shut up, bitch. Thank you. What the hell you doing Thanks, talking about me being the kiss <laughs> of death? I know what the producer's cooking on that <laughs> one, bitch. Don't you Woo. fucking dare call me the kiss of death. Wow. Risky. Jesus, what the hell is wrong? Joe Buck yourself. Um. Yeah, no, Detroit cover. Um, I'll go an under on this one as well. Um, let's see. Devin has uh, Detroit in the over. He said he wants to see Taylor Swift and Eminem in the same building rooting on their team. I appreciate Devin it. reveals the reason he's a contrarian. He wants to see a knife fight. That's fine. That's fine. And I'm taking Taylor Swift in that one because she's got the is big De- guy Jason Kelsey on his uh, on her is side. Is Devin uh, a uh, Swifty? Everybody's a Swifty. They just don't Everybody's know it yet. Swifty, EJ. Said it, said it again, Matt? I said everybody's a Swifty, EJ. Yeah. Allegedly. No, Allegedly. you are. It's just whether or not you know it yet or not. That's hey, uh, I, my daughter Jim, likes her, it, so by default, I don't have a choice. There you go. Jim, can I get a breaking news sounder? We got, a, we got some breaking news? Yeah. In news, I'll make Matt laugh, definitely. Doc Rivers now the, the Milwaukee Colts head coach. That is so crazy too. Like what, the way they fired their guy after being thirty and thirteen. Oh, that's it's, it's, that's it's infighting. Get the fuck out. Yeah, those clues, those clues like early in the year. If you watch it, it, it they, they have been uh, going along since we're, when we're going. Who knew Trent Bulky was involved in basketball? Anyway. Right. <laughs> and the best person to bring in to clean up a locker room mess is exactly. <laughs> and, and, and who, you know, he was excited. Heat fans are and so, sorts of fans. Good uh, job. Well, you know, Every East fan. Yeah. Go <laughs> Heat, bitch. <laughs> Orlando's another franchise that has history with Doc. Just throwing it out there, guys. That is fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. We were just a few days away from finding out who will be headed uh, to the Super Bowl. But before we start wrapping up the show. And this is why I said what I said. <laughs> Goddamn right. What the fuck are you doing, Kyle? As we do in the regular season and throughout the playoffs, we look at EJ's power rankings. Again, in the playoffs, we only cover the teams that are left, so we are down to four. So, EJ, for the podcast listener, what's your four like this week? Oh, God. What the shit? <laughs> for the podcast listeners and Kyle and only evil Kyle number four Detroit Lions number three the Niners two Chiefs That's one 
Chiefs, hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. What do you trust? I was the, by the way, I was the only one this fucking panel last week that picked. I knew. Up. By the way, I you're an hour and a half behind schedule to yeah, bring that up. I, I figured. Who do you trust? I feel a little humble about it, but it's been an hour and a half now. Fuck you. Humble about uh, the kicker missing a kick and keeping your guy out of overtime to get beat. I, I, I think the Chiefs win, right? Thank you. Um, Chiefs number two. For completely one. the wrong reason. I, I can don't... play the tape. Patrick Holmes the second. Did he run the football? No. Shut your ass. I don't give a fuck. Shut your number ass. One, ass. One. Shut your ass. My ass is clunch. Number one, the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got a problem with this? number three uh, Niners? Uh, they have not been the same team since since Christmas, bro. Stop it. I mean, it, and if, they'll win on Sunday. If you want to say it's because they look lucky on Sunday, that's your only good defense. Everything else you just dropped was horseshit. He's mad. I told you, Joe. Chiefs look lucky too. Oh well. So so here, okay. You are a ten point favorite. I don't want to hear a fucking word. What? Because the experts got it wrong. Guess what? That ten point uh, uh, expert in Vegas. Made me some money. All right, there you go. So EJ, uh, last last week, out of these four teams, mm-hmm. it went. I assume it went Ravens, Niners, Niners, Niners. Chiefs, Lions. Right. Right. The Chiefs were fifth, Jim. Chiefs were right, right, right. But I'm saying, I'm saying, no, out, were, out of no, these were... four teams, he had the Niners and Chiefs flip. Um. So like last week, out of these four teams, I didn't have them in. In like, it was the uh, Ravens, Niners, Lions, Chiefs. No, I had no, the Lions. Real quick, I had Chiefs three last week with with eight teams. I had Ravens, Niners, Chiefs, Bills, Lions. Well, at least the Niners played a healthy defense. I mean, there's that. Um, Well, you were already – I mean, you've been too high on the Chiefs for a while. So, Who do you trust? Um, I mean, again, six years in a row, six years in a row. I just just don't – I I don't – I don't know. What does history – What's that pause for? What the fuck? I don't. I don't know what the Chiefs did specifically to jump the Niners. Like, if you, if, you, if you're saying that the Niners haven't looked the same, then they probably shouldn't have been your two to begin with, right? Well, again, they didn't play last week, so to be fair. But you, you know, said they haven't looked week. the same since when? Since the loss Christmas, of the Ravens, they played how Christmas. many games since then? What two? Maybe. Okay, so they okay. they don't look the same in two games. They and have then, a week but, off. Well, it's only three games now with this game last this past right, week. Right, right. I'm talking, games, really. but, I'm, but my point is, I'm looking back to last week to, okay. to kind of question where you stand this week. Going into last week, it was two games. Like you, you, you like you had you had the Niners at two because Correct. they had earned that spot, right? Because they were the they yes. were the two seed. Ravens are the better team. Cool. Like what? I, I I don't I don't to me because I didn't I didn't move the the order that I had these four teams in. Mm-hmm. from last week like because i had the ravens at one i had the niners at two i had the or excuse me i had the Ravens, yeah ravens niners lions were three i had the chiefs at five so this week ravens niners lions chiefs it's in the same order like the chiefs didn't do anything in my for me to move them above the lions but like the niners yeah they, they you know it came down to the end so did so did the 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 lions game so did the chiefs game like it's not like the Chiefs went into Buffalo and blew them out of the water. No. So oh, like argue, I, I just I I don't I don't understand. Like for me I don't I don't get. Although one could argue that that turnover on the end zone that game was a runaway pretty much. They scored a touchdown. They're up by ten points at that point. But it, they didn't. But they didn't. And if the Bills don't well, anyway. do a fake punt with Demar Hamlin, the Chiefs don't have a short field to get that touchdown. 
All I'm so, saying is that I, in three games since Christmas, the, the, the Niners have not looked like the Niners you've seen most of the year. Okay, look, we're arguing about four teams in the conference championship game, so it's not like it's a, it's a big right. I, I, I just you know I mean? don't. But what, what did I tell you last week? Again, as the only guy on this panel that picked the Chiefs to win this Buffalo straight up. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Just... Money, money, money. So what? You trust? Didn't... Again, I trust Kansas City. Six years in a row, AFC title game. By the way, please note how he's changing his statement. He said he trusted Patrick LeVon Mahomes II, not the Chiefs. Hindsight is twenty twenty, my friend. And Andy Reid, for the record. It's not against so, so should uh, – and I guess as, so why weren't they higher before? There were three last week. We talking about why weren't they above the Niners though? Because we have more information, Jim. Okay, but going based off last week too. How's that harder to fathom? But if you're you're saying you had more information, how is your answer of I've been worried about the Niners? I now have three games of sample now since Christmas of the Niners not playing well. And, and That's the, all I'm saying. How was that? But if the fathom? okay, but okay, but if the if the Chiefs. In the wild card round, beat a Dolphins team that you overrated. Sorry, Devin, plug your ears. A Dolphins team <laughs> that you overrated just about the entire year. And rather unimpressive. Well, why, why wouldn't? But why wouldn't you have moved the Chiefs above the Niners uh, when the Chiefs? Be, because had, out of had respect, had the, the Chiefs, the, the Niners didn't play a game last week. So, okay? so out of there. respect, wait, wait. So out of respect, let's see the Niners this week. And okay. again, they almost lost to the Green Bay Packers, the seven seed. So you you you're going back three weeks though. You keep saying since Christmas. So after Christmas, they beat the Commanders twenty-seven to ten. Don't know what's concerning about that one. The next that, week, that game, they already... the game was actually close into the going to second into the late third quarter. So for the record, I don't remember that game, but the game was okay. The Niners had a lot of games like that all year, but you put you you trusted them still. Just saying. The next week, they sat everyone because they already had the one seed. So who cares? Why is that concerning to you? And now this Packers game. So this Packers game should really be the only one that is maybe concerning to you, but it still is they won in a similar fashion to the Chiefs. The Packers, game is the Packers game is definitely the most weighted game of, of the of the three since Christmas. I without question. But again, they got a pass, even with the wins in the last couple of weeks. They almost lost Green Bay this week. Okay? It's a ten point favorite. That's what I'm saying. And again, and I don't know why that's shocking, actually. I mean, and, the the Chiefs to close out their season had lost to Buffalo. They had a what ten point win against the Patriots, a, a loss to the Raiders, a close win over Cincinnati, a close win over the Chargers, a win over the like win over the Dolphins. So it's like it's not like they were world beaters down the end end of the road either. <clears throat> the whole world had Buffalo win the game on Sunday, including you three uh, knuckleheads here on this panel. That's fine, but you're the one out here banging the drum for them. That's that okay. that. That's like the whole world did. The most, three of us may Most have. folks have Buffalo winning on Sunday. This one, he's kind of limping past. He's choosing to ignore all the things that went their way. Um, but cool. That's, uh, hey, breaks happen in football. Oh, well. <laughs> it's amazing. It's you know. Are you doing another Trump impression? No, 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 no. New Hampshire primary. I'm winning. Nick, Nimrod or Haley. Don't be rude. I haven't heard you once account for an injured Bills defense, which I'll be honest, that's where I screwed up. I thought the defensive tackles were going to be much more of a factor than they were, and they were not. <laughs> Let's call that what it is. Props to Andy Reid. And um, 
But uh, with all that being said, EJ, you go from I can't trust them to the Chiefs. Listen, if you want, I'll let you reward the Chiefs for one thing. Being accountable for losing the must-win game against the Bills and eliminating the people that they let in the goddamn uh, tournament in the first place. If you're rewarding them for that, I'll accept it. All this other stuff is just kind of ridiculous, especially when you're doubling back on yourself. I mean, again, well, we're, 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 mm-hmm. oh, oh, breaks happen, but I don't trust them. I, oh, no, I, I still trust the Niners. They're, they're going to be Detroit this week for the record. But I'm just saying of these four teams, who's playing, playing better football? Kansas City's playing better right now than San Francisco, in my opinion. You, you think so? That, that's you trust the Niners. They're going to beat the Lions. You have the the Baltimore Ravens slightly comfortably beating the Chiefs, but you have the Chiefs it's ahead of ma- the Niners. It's a matchup. It's the a Ravens matchup. are that much better. I'll give him that. The, the Ravens are. It's a matchup thing. Are, no, I, I agree. The Ravens should be number back, one. You? But <laughs> thank you. I do. I do. Yes. Yes. He's in it's Miami, Jim. Don't do okay. math. Yes. Uh, see, Matt. Now you get it. See, that's why we. we like, here's the thing. I don't. It, to me, it's it's to me, it's not even. And like this is like I'm I'm not doing this to, to to make Kyle mad. I promise. It's not even putting them above the 49ers. That that to me goes, huh? Mm-hmm. It's the fact that like on a week where Kansas City, San Francisco, and Detroit all had close wins. Like none of the none of those three teams were dominant. Like it, that, the part that doesn't track for me is 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 the the sw- swapping of the two teams this week. That again, that that's the part for me and, that just goes and, and nothing and maybe, nothing about any of those three teams goes. Yeah, th- this team's definitely better than the one above and it. Maybe there's a gambling aspect to this also too, because remember the Niners were a ten point favorite in the game too. Also. Of course, they're a ten-point favorite because the 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 Packers were a seven seed. Like the Chiefs were the of these four teams were the underdog of their game this week this past weekend. As the degenerate on the panel, you're the dumbass that didn't take the Packers to win that game, Mister. I picked them. So and then then I took I took one a live bet and I still fucking lost. Wow, you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Fucking dumb. I'm a dummy. I'm a fucking dummy. I get it. But but Matt, Matt, to be fair, you dumbass. I still, you know, I'll bet you were. I took I took Green Bay plus the points and I won. There you go. What can I say except you're welcome? That's how I advised you, Matt. Correct. So Jim, you have Chiefs at four, right? I do. I do too. Okay. Okay. I'm not I I'm I'm not ready for that either myself. Um, I mean, I had them I had the Chiefs below the Lions last week. Nothing about what any of the teams did made, made me move the marks. I, I keeping the Bucks in the game long enough to where they needed Baker Mayfield to Baker Mayfield to win the game is I think that's corruptible in its own right. I, I wouldn't I'm not putting they did and they didn't. I mean that Baker needed multiple eighty plus yard touchdown drives to to tie the game. So it, it's not like it was I don't think any Lions fans were nervous. I mean at the same time we're arguing about four teams in the conference championship with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Of course, of course we are. This is your segment. You don't get the piss on it, all right? The I'm thing just is, I'm just saying. I'm just sitting there and you shut up. Shut your mouth. You need a mute button on this humpy pumpy. You need to you need to forget Nick Wright. You need to Tony Reality at some bitch. Anyways, I <laughs> no, I excuse me. I hear your point, but 
listen, let's remember if we're talking about the stuff in the past, we've been talking wicked, wicked trash on the NFC South, such that it is. And with, with all due respect, man, if it wasn't for the Eagles going south the way that they did in the back half of the season, we aren't even having that football game. So let's be clear on that. I mean, we want to talk about, oh, look, upsets happened, even though that wasn't technically an upset. Like, I, I don't know, man. I uh, what the one thing we've learned about the Bucks is that the statement made that anybody other than Jameis Winston could have made the playoffs with this team has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt. That's fair. But I'm sorry to Matt for the record. The Eagles fucking sucked it in the last quarter. Oh, oh, by the way, did I mention? Make I don't a- think I've said that they haven't. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm saying don't be sorry, though. Don't be sorry. Okay, I, I am. It's, sorry it's more a thing of respect than anything, EJ. You wouldn't know that because nobody respects you on this panel. Oh shit! <laughs> and what the fuck are you talking about, man? I, I also referenced <laughs> you, so. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate you, motherfuckers. I hope your son comes in and slaps you now. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Um, that's, why, that's why he turned the camera off. He saw him. He's like, peripheral. oh shit. He's like, nope. Omar, nope, not Omar coming. Yeah, not this time. Not this fucking time. <laughs> Omar coming. Click. That's right. Nice of you to actually give him the warning then. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's close this up as we do each and every week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right. What is going to happen this weekend, Kyle? As I am expecting to be out next week actually for the edition of the pro- I think we we usually take pro bowl week off cuz yep, we who gives a shit yeah. so we'll so all take the know, week off if the rest of the show wants to follow my trend you're certainly welcome Where i am are you going Kyle? after all anyway don't set me up if you don't like the joke jim anyway. <laughs> Where the fuck you going Kyle? next week your mom's house anyways oh. so she's in trinidad dude she's in fucking hey, i need a vacation just like everyone else whether i have a day job or not <laughs> um no listen uh at the end of the day well since i it, it, probably taking uh next week off just like the rest of my esteemed panel where apparently we're all going to trinidad now um <laughs> my uh lock of the week isn't so much for this week as the following um leading into the following i should say the afc winner will also hoist the lombardi i alluded to it earlier i am doubling down on it here um yeah there you go lock it up all right matt what's gonna happen this weekend um this weekend we will finally see harbaugh be named as the new coach of the los angeles chargers Lock it up. I would tend to agree. I think uh, I think that is the most likely scenario. Uh, yep. EJ, what's going to happen this weekend? Uh, my lock of the week: the Ravens continue. Lamar Jackson scores another three or four touchdowns in this game. Oh. Chiefs. I'm surprised, uh, EJ Christian, that you didn't pierce the bubble there in Las Vegas with the coaching vacancy. <laughs> no, I think Lamar has a huge game like he did last week against the Texans. I think he'll do that and clinch their first Super Bowl berth. So Ravens win, run away. Lock it up. All right. Um, my lock of the week is that in a unorthodox uh, victory celebration, Dan Camp, <clears throat> Man Campbell will actually bite a man's kneecaps off. Lock it up. Oh, stop! Come on, do better. That's an easy one. <laughs> um, Devin says his lock of the week is the Lions uh, are going to upset the 49ers. Lock it. I love it. There we Wasn't go. he the one that uh, uh, that locked that the Bills would upset? 
we don't need to get into those details, Kyle. You shut up. Okay. I'm just asking because like none of us asking questions, about, right? Like, asking questions. No, you're right. You're right. All right, that is where we're going to wrap it up for this week. And no live show next week. Uh, we will take Pro Bowl week off. We'll be back in two weeks to preview the Super Bowl. We'll find out who's there. We'll talk about probably talk about the uh, you know the teams that uh, got so close but yet so far and uh, and much more. But uh, EJ, plug away. All right, uh, Ernest Christian Podcast, call all podcast catchers, YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash at Ernest Christian. Uh, I'm going to miss you guys next week. Not really, but yeah, whatever. See you Super Bowl week. We won't You'll miss you. We, we won't miss you. Uh, Matt. Fuck you. I'll see you next week. Jim. Plug away. Yeah, you can catch me on Mondays on the Maximize Monday podcast, Tuesdays and Thursdays on the 3CT podcast, twice a year on Earnestly Speaking, twice a year on Student of the Game, um, and maybe the pitch we'll see probably maybe like once at least that's the whole thing um it's as much of a thing as your your nba show ej called yeah it's as much as your what was it what the hell was it called better name the shoot around or whatever the fuck you called it don't get get mad at me i didn't name that podcast big jim did because you didn't come up with anything i asked for ideas and we ran with that one it's your show dickhead it's well, still mad at you down. that you have no creativity to create your own podcast. My brain was fried that day. By the way, I love having Leon let Leon let uh, uh, name drop today. Yeah. So if you ever bring it back, which I doubt you will, come up with your own name next time. No, no, I, I might do and you a, can't use hope. "Bring in the Heat" with EJ Christian either because that's mine now. <laughs> I'm gonna start that podcast. And that's a stupid name for the <laughs> record. Right that name. is just go. a bring, stupid bringing, bringing name. Uh, <laughs> Student of the game, <laughs> Kyle so Nash. Go ahead, plug away. Uh, yeah, that's so Christian. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, um, fuck you, Kyle, for real. <laughs> there's, Joe, there's, buck yourself. There's a goddamn Easter egg for you up in here. Earnestly speaking, um, listen, yeah. honor, joy, and privilege to do it once again. By the way, gentlemen. Um, I do gently mock all of you about not joining you on the couch just because I believe I will be there sooner than later. Maybe not this weekend, but I will be tearing up. I don't see the Niners winning the Super Bowl. I, I just don't. Anyways, with all that being said, um, wow. What a hedger. You know what? Sit what? next to the Packers now, bitch. Oh, right. That's right. They're the ones that put you there. Yeah, hater. Anyway. Damn right. <laughs> well, fuck you, Cap. Anyways, um, as I sip on more wine, I mean, look at Jim's tweets moving forward. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram and threads as the same, the SOTG. Find me as a student of the game on Facebook. And I work with the Jaguar Report, the uh, three-point conversion, as well as with A7BN Sports covering the Orlando Magic, where I watch Joel Embiid change my life, proving to me that big men actually do exist like they used to in the 90s and they can chuck it from the damn cheap seats as well and they take the tech free throws for their team what the fuck is going on here matt why are you sitting why why anyway what the I, fuck happened why is your season over with a player this good i don't understand it um <laughs> Man to be seen <laughs> <laughs> with that all being said an honor joy and privilege gentlemen i'll be recording the student of the game podcast tomorrow so look for that on all the catchers uh, student of the Game report on Earnestly Speaking here coming up as well. Um, should be a fun time, but until next time, everyone, class.
this one's. All right. Uh, there is not a group of guys I love to hate and hate to love as much as you guys. So thank you again for joining uh, throughout this uh, this season uh, as the again the regular season or the live season for our show winding down. But we uh, have two more uh, episodes, maybe a third. We'll we'll worry about that when we get there. Um, before we move into our off season program, but again, thank you so much. For all the support throughout the year, uh, make sure you click subscribe on the YouTube channel if you're there on all podcast platforms as well. Rate and review where possible. Spread the word about the show um, and continue the growth of the show as we head towards the Super Bowl. Uh, you can get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Huddle Up Podcast, and at Huddle Up Podcast, Inc. on Instagram. I'm at Big Jim Sports. Thank you again. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Until that time, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the wins.